Do you mind messing up one the Yeah. Welcome to Pringlantarium Take on Reality, aka the Patter Podcast, the university's number one semi-informative comedy podcast with just the right amount of misinformation and disinformation. I'm joined by my co-host, New Year, New Me, and New Year, same Ian, it's Ian Pringle. Thank you, Tarium. How are we doing today? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. Happy 2021. Yeah. Um, but first off, if you're into this sort of thing, be sure to subscribe to the show, leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the fuck you get your podcast from, and follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Patterpod. That's P-A-T-T-O-R-P-O-D. We tackle reality one topic at a time, and this week we take on New Year. Play some old Lang Syne, and there we go. Happy New Year, Pringle. Happy New Year. Quite impressed that you managed to speak like that without anyone realising the amount of food in your mouth at the time. There was a lot of cucumber in my mouth at the point. I was like, well, here now. I'm just going to finish it. <laughs> Do you manage to fit the whole thing in? <laughs> new Yum, New Me. Um, yep. um, so, just uh, so people know, this is our first record on Zoom, our first one released on Zoom, so there might be a wee bit of lag. We bit of talking over each other occasionally. So if just fucking ignore it, it'll be fine. Uh please send all complaints to the Scottish government. That's nicola.sturgeon <laughs> at scott.gov.uk. Yeah. We'll be back in the part of factory in absolutely no time. But until then, as digital, uh, let's get kicked off with New Year's resolutions. You go, Annie? I mate, I've got a few here. Um first one is to be less judgmental and listen to people because I I remember we were talking about this before like I've got a pure habit of like speaking to people and then just thinking about what the next thing I'm going to say is and I've also got a habit of especially on like the internet and stuff man just seeing people and think you're a complete cunt and they might not be they might they might just be might just be having a bad day or they might just be a bit misinformed about something but I mean I just I just need to just need to be a bit a bit nicer I think in terms of my thinking about people and stuff do you know what I mean um, yeah, my present aye my present is probably a good a good way of describing it aye um, what about yourself uh, I'm going to commit to the career man I've been thinking about this right so one should really look like Billy Conley Frankie Boyle that's pretty much it all Scottish celebrities are, are, are shite right we are talking <laughs> We're talking Grado, shit. We're talking Susan Calman, shit, right? Now. And obviously, we'd love to have them on the show. Uh, I love all them. Grado for sure, man, eh? Grado for sure. But if all Scottish celebrities are shit, why can I not be one of these Scottish celebrities, man? Everybody complains, <laughs> like, oh, there's nobody decent, there's nobody decent. Well, I'll just be added to the shit. I'm not trying to say I'm going to be the best. I just want to be a part of the shit. What's the career that you want to commit to? <laughs> I wish I knew, Pringle, man. I wish I knew. I get no idea. I get no idea. People just phone me and ask me to do mad shit. So like the day they, they asked me on the radio to talk about man buns, how how do you, you, you can't, I don't know if I can just build a career of talking shit. I mean, this podcast definitely a very good place to start <laughs> with that. But yeah, I'd like to, I'd like when people go, would you, when taxi drivers ask me like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm actually, I'm actually working on a painting at the moment. I want to be like, no, I am Scotland's number one. Podcast, whatever it's going to be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Podcast, we already are Scotland's number one podcast. That's ticked off the list, uh, exactly. It's got to start somewhere. 
<laughs> yeah, and um, uh, I've stopped smoking. I've stopped smoking, and then I'm sober. I'm sober all of January. Aye. So I, I put a bet on with my wee brothers that if I can stay sober all of January, they will both give me forty pounds. Uh, and if I don't stay sober for all of January, I will give both of them forty pounds. So every time I look at a jazz cigarette and it looks delicious, I'm like, that's eighty quid. That's an eighty quid draw right there. Are you willing to? And I'm not willing to. I'm also yeah. going to get hypnotized by a woman in my mom's walk to stop smoking. Aye, that would be cool. Have you been hypnotised before? Mm, no, I don't think so. I remember talking to somebody who'd been hypnotised and uh, it was actually a mad story. It was somebody I met when I was in Abu Dhabi and we were, uh, they were telling me they get hypnotised because they were uh, getting deep straight away because they were, they were like suicidal, right? And they went to this hypnotist to put them in like a kind of hypnotised state and they said like they were in this house and they, they were like, oh, I'm in a house and I'm, I'm floating above the bed and the, the hypnotist was like, that means you're a ghost. And they were started greeting they're like I don't want to be a ghost and the hypnotist was like well why did you try to kill yourself and they were like whoa and I was like whoa I was like that sounds mad but that wasn't me that was just a story could have been shit but know that when on holiday once my family all got hypnotized by a guy and they all managed to lift him up with their two fingers so it was like four people and they all managed to like do this kind of put their fingers into a point and the guy hypnotized them so that they were all able to hold this one guy above their head with nothing but their two fingers you ever lifted yeah. somebody up with your two fingers <laughs> Turn to look, turns to look at partner yes, um, a joke for the youtube viewers though um yeah, no, man, I think it's, I think once we get out of this mad lockdown, I think this could be a good year. And the comeback of comedy is going to be crazy. I, I think it's there'll good. be a mad demand for it, yeah. hopefully anyway, because we'll be probably putting on some gigs and stuff. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We've got Chuckle Bucket doing it at once. <laughs> chuckle Bucket. <laughs> Great name for a show. Bucket goes around at the end. Everybody has a chuckle. Fantastic. Aye, right, nice. Yeah. Um, what else have I got in my... I'd like to, I'd like to lose the pure heap of weight I put on last year just by being a fucking full-blown takeaway junkie in a store um, you walk at a you walk at a chippy and you're full of jazz fags Those, it's a dangerous combination <laughs> exactly. it's a dangerous combination and then I've got like because um, of where I live it's just full of takeaways like, world's your oyster if you want like fried food man go wherever you like at any time of the day would, have you ever tried intermittent fasting um, I think I, I, honestly I think I do that anyway because I like I'll I'll wake up and then uh, maybe have a bowl of cereal or something and then I will eat till like eleven o'clock at night. That the the cereal is your mistake. See if you cut out that cereal, mm-hmm. you get that's it. Because what happens is when you're when you're sleeping, your body burns up all the food that you've ate. So when mm-hmm. you wake up in the morning, you've got no food in you. And if you don't eat at all through, like, for you wake up, then you mm-hmm. just keep burning fat because your body's not got anything to burn. But the minute you, if you have one bowl of cereal, your body then goes, all right, okay, we're burning food for here on it. And yeah. then it starts burning that instead. So if you skip the cereal, switch away a black coffee, you lose weight, neighbor. Aye, just means I don't, it means I only eat once a day in the middle of the night, but uh, <laughs> there's Ramadan mate, mate, every got, day uh, for you. I got my fitness pal, started tracking my meals and shit, made some food preps and stuff like that because I've told myself no takeaways for until my birthday, which is like 17th of February. So I need to like try and just stick to these meal preps, which are delicious. Made some burrito bowls, some bolognese, some lentil curry. But Sounds uh, great. Aye, man, it's good. Man. It's just before I was, I was just honestly like so lazy and I was like, couldn't really say they would cook like nice meals quite a lot, but. I would just be uh, if she wasn't in if she was working or something I'd just every single time be like, All right, I'm getting Indian getting a fucking 
big pizza or something like that, man. He's like, meh, 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 So, obviously, other than this podcast becoming the number one podcast in Scotland, when we're recording in January next year, what will have been a successful year for you? Um, that's a tough one, man, because you know you don't really know what you're going to be able to do. Like, because if you'd said to me this this time last year, I was like, just pure, fully focused on stand up, like gigging as much mm. as possible, try to get better gigs, writing all the time. And then that's kind of cut out. I'd like to be able to say I've got like a decent sort of like, like sort of, I'd like to be able to say I've been able to make content online, that kind of thing. Um, because that's the, the profile. I just like, not just a wee bit. Cause I feel like when we're doing this kind of thing, um, well, we're not able to gig. It's like, you're able to sort of build up something which means if you get to a level where you're starting to want to sell tickets and stuff, or even if we're just putting on our own gigs, then we've got like an yeah. avenue to do that. Um, so I'd like to be able to build up that over the next year, just having a bit. Because I've always been quite um, quite shy about posting stuff on the internet. I get the fact that it's mm-hmm. like a pure message next to your name or a picture next to your name. And it's like, mm-hmm. just seems like... Uh, people are going to because I judge people like fuck online I'm like, everyone could they judge me you know what I mean I deserve, I deserve all the judgment once the stuff comes out if like some like fucking 10 year old from America says you're a piece of shit I fucking deserve it <laughs> you're like yeah um, I heard somebody say that uh, content is like spit once it's out you don't want it back <laughs> yeah. I like it what about you where do you want to be in a year um, well, I'm looking at my vision board the new uh, <laughs> right, I'm going up on the wall. I want, I want to have regular work. I don't think I want to be employed because I don't want to be yeah. um, pigeonholed like that. But I, I definitely want to have a kind of consistent workflow coming in because I do sporadic shit, you know, and it's mm-hmm. nice and I enjoy it. But I want to just have a lot more like a this is what I do. But mm-hmm. I've not been satisfied since I was about 17 years old and lost the best job that I ever had. And then since then, I've been trying. What was that, Lou? Riverside. It was indeed. I would try to claim my way back to the, the, but I don't, I hate acting. I hate acting. Really? But I was, mm-hmm. yeah, but I just, I like the, I like the, um, having somewhere to walk that when I was walking there, I was like, okay, we're doing something, man. We're yeah, doing I'm 15 something. 15 year old. I'm fucking doing stuff. <laughs> Every other 15 year old is trying to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah, do it. You're still peaked at 17. I mean, not many people can say that. You and, uh, I don't know what, um, child stars there are, but, uh, the wheel ass if it Annie. Annie, I feel like Annie was younger than 17. I've never seen it, but uh, she it. can be whatever it is she wants in your imagination. We are moving <laughs> on to our first oh. reality take. Uh, yeah, do you want me? So I'm going to read it. I'm going to tell you some uh, New Year's based realities, and then you can try and tell me whether they're reality or whether they're a non reality. And I've completely made them up. Uh, okay. Do I get started with resolutions? Okay. New Year's resolutions appeared to be common by the 17th century. And 1671, uh, there was a Scottish writer named Anne Halkett who wrote a diary entry that contained several pledges, such as, I will not offend anymore. Um, Anne wrote on the, her entry on the 2nd of January and titled the page Resolutions. By 1902, the tradition of making, brackets, and failing to keep New Year's resolutions was common enough that people satirized the practice. And Walker's Hibernian magazine wrote a series of short joke resolutions, such as the statesmen have resolved to have no other object view than the good of their country. That must have been funny in 1802, mate, but it absolutely <laughs> means... means so topical power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Topic thunder. Um... 
1983 uh, featured the first use of the phrase New Year's resolution, a Boston newspaper said, um, and I quote, and yet I believe there is a multitude of people accustomed to receiving injunctions of New Year's resolutions who will sin all the month of December with a serious determination of beginning in the new year with new resolutions and new behavior and with the full belief that they shall exipate and wipe away all their former faults. So the furthest back resolution we've got is 1983. The tradition continues until this day. Does that sound like a reality or a non-reality? See, that seems quite late for like New Year's resolutions to start. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we got, we're talking the 17th century is the first time we've got written evidence for a Scottish. Right. Oh, so I thought you said 1983. You're broke. I lost you. I lost you. Um, Go again. Um, the 17th century is the first time that we've got that coming for that Scottish writer. Mm-hmm. Um, reality. Yeah, I think that's plausible. Hey? I'll give you yeah. that. Yeah. That is indeed. That is indeed a reality. Yeah. That is absolutely true. New Year's resolutions continue to be broken until this day. Uh, be less judgmental, sort your career, and uh, lose weight are some very common ones. Mm. Pringle. I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have got the most common resolutions made in January each year. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. I've got sixteen. Do you think you can guess five? Of the of the top of the top uh, resolutions? Of the most common resolutions Aye, made in January. For sure, man. Uh, giving up smoking. Um, Let me, okay. Right, give me five and I I'll check them while you say it. Giving up smoking, losing weight, um, people going uh, like vegan and that, vegetarian, giving up meat or whatever. Um, mm, maybe that's not one of the most common because people tend to do that for like January, don't they? Veganuary. Um, aye, you never catch me doing that, man. Although I did like that lentil curry. <laughs> you went <laughs> vegan for a bit, if you, oh man, when I went vegan, my whole body changed. My beards got thicker, and people were like, "What product are you using?" And I was like, "I'm vegan," and they were like, "Shite, <laughs> shite." But this was multiple. That people sounds like being something like, a vegan would say too. <laughs> it does. It does. But people, I kept saying, "I'm vegan," and they were like, "Fuck off! What are you using? Tell me the name of it." And I, but honestly, it was like my skin cleared up. My shits were in and out. We are talking like and you put them in for. <laughs> 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 so we got lose weight, quit smoking. I people giving up drink and stuff like that. Um, okay, okay. Uh, three people trying to get promotions. Uh, what are my other ones? One of mine was relaxed without being stoned. I think that's probably quite specific to me. <laughs> <laughs> Arts and craft stuff like picking up a hobby. Um, is that one? Okay. Yeah, we'll call that five. Yeah, you go, you go. Yeah, they are, they are all in there. Um, I, well, they are, except uh, getting a promotion at work. Uh, start your own business. Oh yeah, of course. so hmm. almost. Um, I'll just give you the list here. The most common resolutions are: eat healthier, exercise more, lose weight, save more money and pay off debt, learn a new skill, travel more, watch less TV, read more, find a new job, volunteer with a charity good people out there start your own business quit smoking drink less alcohol and spend more time with family and friend friend <laughs> and friend that <laughs> <laughs> uh, one friend <laughs> yeah so I'm going to tell you a story and then you can tell me whether this is reality or whether this is made up this is based on the Chinese New Year traditions 
Mm. No, it's not. So this is based on the story of Jingle Chinese- Call 2020 Chinese flu year. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. You know the flu. <laughs> Jen approves. You get a thumb up for the Jen lives Chinese in China. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this is a Chinese zodiac story, okay? Mm-hmm. So a long time ago in China, an emperor decided there should be a better way of measuring time. On his birthday, he told the animals that they had to swim a race. All the animals, right? Noah's Ark style. And he was like, the first 12 animals across the river would be the winners, and they would each have a year of the zodiac named after them. So all the animals go on the river bank. The rat and the cat, who were good friends, they were worried because they were shit swimming just like Jen when she almost drowned in that pool just like Pringle <laughs> when he almost died on that beach just like Sadie when she almost Be died fair, I survived because I was a good swimmer <laughs> that's very true although that's that was true. not the one I climbed up the cliff that's, that's a different episode we yeah. record a couple of these today um, that's why it's a little, little bit of cross wires <laughs> yeah you of the Pringle you would have made it man you would have made it neighbor um, so the rat and the cat were uh, scared so they asked the ox if he would carry them across the ox was sound and he was like absolutely no bother um, the, the, the cat and the rat jumped on the ox they had almost reached the other bank when the rat pushed the cat into the water leaving him to struggle he's like the rat was a snake mate the rat was a fucking snake <laughs> um, just as the ox was about to win the race the rat leapt off his head and was the first on in the bank that is why the first year is the year of the rat shortly after that a tiger clawed his way onto the bank to claim third place after the ox swimming across the river had been an enormous struggle for him but the emperor was happy with him he was like well done mate so he got the third year Next was the rabbit who hadn't swum across at all. He'd hopped on some stepping stones and found a floating log, which carried him to the shore. Rabbit gets placed number four. Just then, a dragon swam. That's an intelligent the- rabbit, isn't it? He's smart. Rabbits <laughs> were on it, man. He was like, fuck this swimming shit. I'm getting, I'm getting logs. Uh, and then just then, a dragon swooped down to take fifth place. Where was he? Where was he? If he could fly, why was he no one there? We got no idea. Uh, the next thing they heard was the sound of some horse's hoofs. Uh, the horse arrived and then a sneaky snake wriggled out from around one of his hoofs. The horse was so surprised that he shot himself, jumped back, which let the snake take sixth place. The horse had to take seventh. After, not long after that, a raft arrived carrying a goat, a monkey and a rooster. Like the, 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 the problem you had today in high school, you know, it was like the chicken and the farmer and the thing. It's like that. Well, the fuck they got a raft for it, doesn't it say? Um, but they all bounced on and they got the eighth, ninth and tenth places respectively. And the last animal was the dog. Why are you so late when you're one of the best swimmers? Asked the emperor. Said the water in the river was so clean that I had to have a bath on the way. Fucking stupid dog, man. Uh, he took number 11. And then coming in finally was the boa. The emperor said, well, the fuck have you been, mate? He said, I was hungry and I stopped to eat. After the meal, I felt so tired that I fell asleep. Uh, said, well, the emperor said, you've still done well, mate. You get number 12. And the cat, he crawled at the water, but it was too late, man. The rat had fucked him over. And that is why the cat is not involved in the Chinese New Year. Does that sound like a reality to you, mate? Or am I a shit hot storyteller? No, that sounds. Uh, I'm sure I've heard about the rat on the ox's head before, so I think that is true. Or it's a definitely Chinese folklore for sure. You're absolutely right, mate. Ah, this is way too. It's way too specific. Isn't it? Well done. We're done. That is a that is a reality. That is indeed. So the cat got shafted, man. Never made it into the Chinese New Year, and instead ended up in a Chinese soup. <laughs> <laughs> what about the year of the bat last year? <laughs> there we go. There you go. Uh, 
when me and Jen were in a, a taxi, we're a taxi driver. He was like, uh, he was saying about the corona and stuff, and he's like, oh, everyone's. Am I doing the accent? Yeah, I'm doing the accent. It was like, uh, <laughs> he was like, everyone say this because the Chinese eat these bullshit things and they make the flu. He says, I think that's not true because the Chinese they eat these bullshit things for hundreds of years. Is like, and then we were talking about the different kind of meats that we eat, and Jen was like, oh, I've tried donkey. It was like donkey is dirty. He's like, do you know what they call donkey? Ass. Do you want to eat ass? And I was like, well, speak to yourself. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, mate. It's my resolution. Eat Get with more. the times. Get with the times. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, any interest in going to China? Um, I, I'd, uh, I'd like to go to China, man. Um, I feel like it's probably quite far down my list, though, of places I'd like to go first. You know what I mean? Where's, where's above? Where have I not been that I'd like to go? I'd like to go travelling around Southeast Asia because I've been to like a small part of it for a short amount of time. I reckon it'd be good to down the coast and all that. We are going to go to Australia at some point for like a year. Whoa, who are you? I think so. I where did I want to go? Um, I've never been. I don't think I've been to Italy before. Do you know that? I, um, we've. Have you been to Italy? Yeah. Jen's family are Italian, and I, I oh. thought I'd been to Italy, but I hadn't. I'd been to Malta. <laughs> for years I told people I'd been to Italy yeah no I'd like to go see the Leaning Tower of Pisa and that yeah, yeah. just if, I'd, honestly man I'd eat like I'd eat, I'd eat like a king for every meal of the day I'd just be drinking wine all the time I'd, I'd live it up man it'd be great Get, uh, I'd be like that do you know that show with Steve Coogan and Rob Ryden the trip I'd quite like mm. to reenact that with like maybe maybe we could do uh, the part trip I don't know maybe well, we, could off, do, uh, we could do a wee trip a bit but while we're tripping <laughs> Oh, the trip trip. <laughs> we'll just go to Queen's Park, kid. I'm in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, this pizza's fucking amazing. I'm like, chewing on some guy. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> Let him be. Where do you get all these toppings from? It's a fag end. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Where do you want to go that you've not been? <laughs> Um, I want to go traveling. Uh, me and Jen are probably going to go traveling later this year if the world opens up and um, start with Spain. Uh, I traveled th- through Spain for a week, but I was myself, so it was a really weird kind of trip. But I'd like to go back and do it kind of properly. Um, uh, go to Barcelona and all that, start there. And then, um, do you think we were saying like the Euro, you know, the Euro Rail? Eurostar that goes from Eurostar. Uh, that goes from London to Paris. No, no, no. The Euro Rail. It's like a, oh, the in- Interrail. Interrail. That's aye, it. Yes. Aye. Interrail. Um, is that fucked now because of Brexit? Like, um, I'm sh- well, I don't know, man. Because it's like a, it's just a train ticket. So it's like I'm sure you can buy them like just as a train ticket. I don't know if it, I mean you'd have to get a visa to get into the EU. But once you're in the EU, um, or, I don't good. even know if you need a visa. Actually, you might be able to just go in. I've uh, I've kind of abandoned like news and fucking keep myself informed about these things it was just getting it was sending me a bit mental don't um, think the news is good I don't think the news is good the news no, is it's not good news anyway never <laughs> always bad news it's essentially like here's what you should be worried about right now it's six o'clock here's what you should be worried about I don't think you need that I think you can just eat a biscuit and carry on with your day <laughs> my goodness uh, um, um, you should, will we uh, take that as the first break of the show I sure cool oh hello Oh, what's this? Where's the show went? It's disappeared for an ad break, but you can just press the wee 15 second skip. You don't need to hear this bit if you don't want it. We'll be back in about 30 seconds, but until then, I need to tell you about this opportunity. You could be an advert. 
whatever service you've got, whether it be personal training, the dodgy fruit boxes that come twice a month, or the Viagra pills that they always punt on podcasts, we'll punt them here. Whatever it is, whatever you've got to sponsor, there's a gap in Pringle Ontarium take on reality for it. This is the UK's number one semi-informative comedy podcast. Do we have the figures that reflect that yet? No, but this is why it's an investment. Get on board early, tell everybody, hey, have you heard their older stuff? I like that better. The only way you'll be able to do that is if you sponsor us now. We'll welcome you back to the show, but if you've got a sponsorship that you would like to place here, please get in touch at p-a-t-t-o-r-p-o-d at gmail.com. That's patterpod at gmail.com. We will let you get back to the show. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. So I've got a wee, I've got a wee game for you. Do you want me to do that at the end of the now? Uh, let's do it at the now. Cool. So, got a game called First Footing, the Scottish tradition of first footings, where you go to your neighbour's house with a small gift and have a drink just after midnight on the 1st of January. If the following groups of people arrived at your door at five past midnight, are you up for having them in and how would you feel about it? Okay. So, first one is the village people. Uh, oh, it's, it's January 1st. Aye. Not like I'm this year. Just... Assuming there were not enough pandemic and all that. Um, yeah. Regularly. Um, yeah, bring the village people in. Probably still right. drunk for, for New Year. Is that a cowboy and an Indian? Right, so it's, the five, it's midnight on the 1st of January, so it's, they're, they're still out, you know? Oh, <laughs> the village out. people are on a night out and they just come back to your house. As long as, as, long as there's a bunch of people in, because if it's just me and the village people, that's going to lead to... <laughs> you can join the village people. <laughs> what, would your like, what would your character be? Uh, the Arab. I'd have like a sexy... <laughs> A sexy candora, so it like stops at my waist. Sorry, say this for me. So you'd be the Arab in the village people. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have like a sexy candora that like stops at my belly button. What's a candora? It's the kind of traditional white dress that you see them in. Uh, with just a belly button out, like, hmm, yeah, <laughs> a hole cut in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> I've got some candoras and they're very comfy, but I don't know where I'm supposed to get the chance to wear them at the shows, mm. I guess. I I saw you had one on your uh, your a thousand and one Arabian Neds poster. Yeah. yeah, that never happened, man. That never went down. That was the only use of that Candora. Just putting it on for a photo shoot, and then we never got to make it. Got him. Oh, well, do you have to put it back in Candora's box? <laughs> <laughs> um, next group of people: the Beatles and Rolf Harris. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I don't even mind if Rolf Harris is fagging fiddling me. If the Beatles are there. <laughs> Uh, it's just like yesterday. Oh my! He's playing it on his didgeridoo. <laughs> if he's ruining it, if he's ruining it, Rolf can fuck off. But I'll break his didgeridoo. But bring in the Beatles, yeah. Nice um, one. Yeah, yeah the Beatles. I reckon yeah. uh, they'd be good fun. Like especially if it was like sixties Beatles rather than like mm. the Beatles of today, because like two of them are dead and the other ones old as fuck with a fucking top knot in the front of his head you got a fucking radio appearance based on it <laughs> based on it yeah shout out Paul McCartney for getting me 36 pound a walk to do shout out my boy <laughs> you get paid yeah. for that oh yeah. I suppose you would get paid for that aye. Um, it was it was either pay or plug and I was going to go for the plug because I cut out I ended up getting paid oh really is that what they yeah. do you pay or plug yeah pay or plug yeah it's but that's great Mate, radio is easy. Radio is just podcasting with a fancy voice. Just people going, uh, yeah, so the, the weather is changing. Uh, we've got John on the phone. Uh, John, uh, what do you think about the weather? 
That's it, mate. Shite. That's it. <laughs> Shite. Fuck the radio. No, uh, if BBC Scotland would like to get me back on, I would be very, very happy to contribute. Yeah, uh, yeah bring in Beatles, bring in Rolf Harris. And um, next group is your three favourite and two least favourite teachers from school. <laughs> Whoa. Nah. Get them a fuck. Nah. Yeah. Not even nah, three favourite? My, my favourite teacher for school ended up going to uh, jail for being a pedophile. So. All oh, right, boy. Good, good judge yeah. of character, aren't you? Mate, my school. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> in fact, I had this maths teacher in uh, third and fourth year for my standards grades. Um, we chubby guy called Muir McCormack, who uh, was a nonce as well. Um, he was said uh, like charismatic in the class and all that. I always had a laugh with students and stuff. And um, but then like I think I'd finished school by the time it happened, or maybe it was in sixth year. And uh, I like it came out that this out. guy was like banging a fucking pupil of his that was like a sort of. She was in the same year as my mate, um, a couple few years above me. Uh, I was like banging some. Some underage people of his in the cupboard of the class it was pretty. The cupboard. I made the cupboard. He was a, he was an odd looking guy, man. It was uh, I mean, I not that I would have made it any better if he looked like Brad Pitt, but still. Has <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's shocking, man. Yeah, I, um, nasty. I, because I've stopped smoking weed, my dreams are so intense. And mm. I had a dream about my least favorite teacher for high school, Miss Hunter, who. Um, because so we, she'd made me and all my pals this like, um, individualized food menu to make up for being such a horrible teacher. So like me and a guy called Gary used to share a calculator. So she made like me and Gary a sharing platter. And I was like, so she was like, you can have this. I'm sorry. I was such a, such a horrible person in high school. And I was like, I forgive you, miss. And I woke up like, when, when did this, this sharing platter happen? In, like my dreams, when, in my dreams. In your dream? <laughs> in my dreams, mate. In my dreams. In my dreams. I missed that no. part. If I... Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Because of... resolution, listen more. All right, right now. Um... <laughs> yeah, no. Because you turned her down, you said, that. fuck up, Hunter. I'm not eating you. So she yeah, drove. I was like, I'm not going to eat Hunter's. There you go. That was a joke about Hunter's rest. Hunter's chicken she gave you. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, no, I was, it was, it was actually really nice and I forgave her, but I woke up being like, what is that? Like, what is that about? It was so specific, man. Why was she your... I my dreams. Why was she your least favourite teacher? Uh, she was a tyrant, mate. She was she ruled with an iron fist. Proper, like, you, nobody fucked about in her class. The uh, minute anybody talked, she was like, what? And, but you got a telling off, then you got a punishment exercise, then you got sent to the Hedy's office, like, nay, nay, come and go, nay, banter, just mm. silence, work, or punishment. That was it. And it worked. <laughs> it worked. Nobody fucked about in her class, but she was ruthless, man. What did she but teach she again? Did, uh, maths. Maths, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. obviously. yeah. Um, who else you got? Um, the Jackson 5. Ah, oh, yeah. Bring him in as Michael, though. Ah, obviously. He's ah, like, of course. He's, yeah. Is he young? <laughs> he's, the only, he's the only reason you recognise it, though, the Jackson 5. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember um, one, of, one of the Jacksons came to Glasgow for a dance competition that was on BBC3. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, um, it was walking up and down Buchanan Street, just looking at dancers, being like, "Ah!" And I was like, "Michael would never have done this. Michael would never have been on Buchanan Street looking at yeah. friggin' Michael hip-hop. was successful. He was so <laughs> successful, people let him away with being a nonce. I mean, that's impressive. <laughs> that didn't happen to Mister McCormick. No, Mister McCormick. If Mister McCormick could sing, who knows? No, no. Who knows? Um, unfortunately for him, it was the people that sang. <laughs> Like a canary, my God. <laughs> canary in the closet. Oh, my goodness. Um, next group is the Kardashians and OJ Simpson. 
No, I'm good. I'm good. I couldn't <laughs> deal with our voices. Our voices. Oh, they're like, yeah, mm. you're making me feel some kind of way. I'm like, fuck up. Uh, um, is, no, I, I reckon OJ would be good fun, though. Not like, not that I support what he does, but like, I reckon in terms of being there for a drink, him and Robert could catch up over the legal case they had. Yeah, see how yeah, see we're going. Um, I, I picture David Schwimmer in my head because I, I watched the <laughs> series, but I don't actually know what Robert Kardashian looks like. Nah. Is, is, Kate, is Caitlin now? Is Caitlin Jenner? Uh, they're all there, mate. All of them. Oh, Hannah, oh if Caitlin Jenner's there, I'm interested. No, nah. yeah, no, Caitlin Jenner. <laughs> Bring it in. <laughs> I just want to chat. I just want to. I just want to. Just want to. Just want to have a chat. See what's so, happening. Yeah, um, she's nah. a good guest in the podcast, then. Yeah, she's not got much to do now, does she? No. <laughs> um, last one is Joey Ryan, Michael Elgin, David Christ, and The Rock. But like wrestlers, aye, you could have said any aye, wrestlers, wrestlers that got uh, caught up in the Me Too movement of wrestling. <laughs> and they, The Rock. <laughs> did, did Michael Elgin get caught up? According to Wikipedia, aye. I don't Mike know. Michael Elgin get caught up in the. Uh, but to be honest, mate, I wouldn't say this is a uh, fact. I don't want to be done for like libel again. Allegedly, mate. That's all we need to say is the yeah, magic well, According to Wikipedia, I just, I just searched what wrestling's Me Too movement, found those three Joe, names. And, yeah, uh, Joey Ryan's character was that he was a big sleazy guy. So he would come out and he would pour oil on his hairy chest and then he would take a lollipop <laughs> and put the lollipop in his pants and then take the lollipop out and put it in wrestlers' mouths and they'd be like, no. And then people were like, oh, he's he's a beast. And you're like, sometimes uh, really? that imitates life. Uh, also, but, yeah. also not that good an actor. <laughs> no, but uh, bring it up. Man, a lot of people, a lot of people in Scottish wrestling got caught out with a, no caught out. Caught out makes it sound like they didn't do anything wrong. A lot of people in Scottish wrestling got like exposed, man. The whole industry got like a big. It was it was mad. I was you, I was like watched it happen live. So it started with like one guy called David Starr in America, and then it was just like continually like this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. It was insane. However, good. But bring the rock in. The rock can batter all the beasts. It's fine. <laughs> Aye, that's the end of first footing. Um, unless you've got any groups you want to give me, um, I can decide on. <laughs> It was a lot of beast chat. <laughs> oh, no, first, man, apologies for the for, first uh, day of the year. Exactly, man. It's a wee extra episode for New Year and uh, just dominated it by pedophilia. So apologies yeah. to the new listeners. New Year, new beasts. <laughs> um, what's your Can next reality? Like, uh, it's about a pedophile named Hans. No, it's not. It's not, it's, it's, it's Hans, not. Hansy. <laughs> Hansy, Hans. <laughs> this is what people think podcasting is. Right. It is December 31st, 1963. And a man named Hans Subert decided to give up smoking tobacco, right? Uh, his wife, a former smoker herself, despised the smell. Uh, and when and when he agreed to stop smoking, she, she, Hans agreed to stop smoking and his wife said that she would only stay with them if he managed to no smoke for the entire year, right? Um, he didn't. By January 3rd, he had begun smoking again. But what his wife done was managed to replace all of his tobacco with moss that had a similar consistency and an attempt to turn them away from it. Instead, he became addicted to the psychoactive quality of the moss and spent oh. all their money on a pig to forage for the moss in the woods near the house. Uh, his wife left him, but the pig stayed. Right? But hard on, hard on. <laughs> He managed, right? So, this is, so his wife left him. He's got the pig. The pig's out the forage for moss. He managed to overcome his addiction when his luck turned and he found that people were also interested in the moss for cooking purposes as it removed the psychoactive quality and added flavors to stews and lab, labs, labscos. 
which I believe is some sort of German dish. Um, he opened a small stall in the market and eventually got enough clientele to build his way up to buying, uh, to opening a shop that was also doubled up as his house, which was called Mosladen, which translates as Moss Shop. No word on his wife. Is that reality or is that a non-reality? What was his name again? Uh, Hans Subert. Like super hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I mean, cycle act of Moss sounds a wee bit far fetched. We're like trading up for a pig and all that. Um, I'm gonna say that's bullshit. Ah, fuck yes, <laughs> shut me up, you bastard, you dirty. It was getting enough details, man. man. I was, I was, um, I was touching go there, but yeah, oh, I'm on for it. Lab cost is a real stew. Uh, lab cost is a real German dish. I don't know what it is, and most laden does translate to moss shop. I'm fuck. I try so hard, man. Try so Labscos, hard. Lab I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, um, L A B S K A U S. It's a thick Norwegian stew made of meat and potatoes. There are many vari- variations. It may be made of fresh or leftover meat, usually beef or lamb, but sometimes also chicken, pork or ham. So it's basically any fucking food jammed together in a slow cooker. <laughs> yeah. <just laughs> I've had labscos plenty of times, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've had on Friday nights when you're like, well, what's, in, what's in the cupboards? What's in the cupboards? Yeah, fuck, I can't believe you got that, man. I thought I was going to get you. I thought I was going to get you trading up the pig in that. Bastard. Bastard. <laughs> uh, um, I've, got, I've not got any questions on that. Uh you ever tried DMT? Uh, all right, Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, it's different doubt. Have you ever done DMT? Uh, no, I haven't. I'd quite like to try it though, right enough. I've heard it causes some mad shit to go on and it makes you feel like you've died and it makes you start believing in God. So uh, yeah. I could probably do something like that in my life, you know? Um, yeah, definitely. Did I, ever, did I ever tell you about the time I took acid and met God? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No, how did that go? What's he like? Good part. It's not a he, mate. It's a she. <laughs> Aye. Aye. No, honestly, straight well, up. What's she like? <laughs> um, she as I'll tell you this, right? So we were we were uh, we were in my 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 pal's house uh, and we were tripping. Jenna was there. Jenna was there. She can confirm that uh, this is a reality, right? Uh, and we were in and we were just we were tripping and we were throwing this tennis ball, but like we yell a tennis ball. And I was like, you know what, man? I'm going to try and meditate. I've never meditated while I'm tripping, so I might as well give it a go. And I sat down, just kind of like cross legged, sat back straight, and I started mantra. And so I was going, mm, doing the mantra over and over. <laughs> and I started to kind of, I went, I went into my body, and I kept going to like jump out and say things to uh, the people that were in the room. So I kept going to be like, I'm fucking turning up. But I was like, no, resist, <laughs> resist. So I let go, and I let go, and I went really into myself, and I kind of felt like the energy like rising up like through and here and I focused it on my third eye I was like well I focus all my energy on my third eye and I could feel it like pulsing it was like boof, boof, boof. it was insane and then I felt like I felt myself move up my body and move kind of up the way and the only way I can describe this is as celestial chambers right I was like moving up through the heavens through all these different like corridors and stuff and I was like wow this is beautiful and I wanted to stop and open my eyes and say to the people in the room I'm in a celestial chamber but I didn't what is a celestial chamber it's like it was like a hall a hall a heaven hall a hall in heaven and I was moving up through them and like getting higher and higher through them. And I kept wanting to say it, it, like, like, this is mental, but I couldn't. So I kept going and I stayed in and I stayed in and I go up and it felt like I go to this kind of big door made of light. And there was like some sort of being there that was like, you can't go through this door. And I was like, please let me go through the door. Please let me go through. And the, the being was like, you're essentially an ant. 
is like you are the size of an ant. Right? That's no that's not a dig on me because in a way he's like <laughs> this whole thing. He's like this this whole thing so much bigger than you can imagine. It's so connected. And I was like, I know I'm an ant. I know I'm an ant. Please just let me have a peek. And I'm he's just like, want to be you an sure? <laughs> <laughs> I should have said that to him. No, he probably would have been like, fuck, back down the chambers, back down you go. So I was like, I was like, I know I'm tiny, let me just have a look. And it was like, right, come on through. And when I went through, I felt this real sense of peace and being connected with the whole world. And then I went up and up and up. And then I was like, I was in space and I looked and there was this giant space vagina door. So it was like a door in space that was also looked like a massive, like glowing vagina. And I was like, ah, God is a vagina. Because if we are like the universe had to be born for somewhere, where else would it be born for? Except this big space vagina where there's like tentacles and shit coming out. <laughs> and, and I looked at it and when I looked at it, I just felt like a real sense of like, ah, okay. Ah, that's, that's what we were both for. Ah, that makes sense. And the, the thing was like, you need to go. And I was, I wasn't gutted. I was like, okay. Cool. Came back down, right? Went back down all the way back through all the thing. Went a little bit lower. Back down the chambers, back into my body. I opened my eyes and I stood up and I was like, said to I like opened my eyes, said to the people in the room, I was like, I've just seen God. And I stood up and my pal looked at me and he thought that I had the tennis ball in front of my head, like holding it like that to try and wind them up. And it was like, ha ha. But then it went like the light that was on my head went, Phew! and disappeared and he looked and the tennis ball was sitting next to him so what he had seen was like all the energy in my third eye like glowing gold and I walked out to Jen and I was like I've just met God I've just met God she was just chilling it she was like okay <laughs> she didn't see There's any of this <laughs> nothing I was like, I was like you taken? That seems only like, one tab but aye? it was like a, a, a big meditation aye, was it a meditation that like, does it because usually I, I just think see so. the balls moving all that and kind of laugh at things really mm. Totally, but I think it was because it was like you shut shut my eyes and went in. But Jen was just like, "You need to come back, like you need to come back to reality, like you need to land." And I was like, "I just want everybody to be able to see what I've seen." <laughs> yeah, that's it. That sounds like something worth seeing, anyway. Yeah, no, it's worth it. Take some acid and uh, meditate, uh, and you may see God. Um, should we wrap up with New Year's traditions for around the world? Aye, go for it. Cool. Um, I'll read you some and you can try and guess what they are. That's a real segue, isn't it? For God, the new year. It's good. I'm glad I told you that. I feel like it's an important part of my, <laughs> my lexicon of stories. Okay. So um, we're ushered at the last day of the year with a cocktail, the ball drops, and there's fireworks. Where do you think that could possibly be? Cocktail, ball drop, fireworks. Mm-hmm. Um. A bold, is that that's New Times Square, isn't it? As deed as in the US of A, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, easy one to start with. Start off nice and easy. Okay, uh, this next one is also quite easy. Okay, um, midnight on New Year's Eve, um, they eat soba noodles with Takoshi <laughs> with Tashikoshi soba, which translates as year crossing buckwheat noodle. Uh, it has a lot of symbolism. The long noodle denotes the crossing from one year to the next. And since it's an easily cut noodle, it signifies letting go of the past year's regrets, cutting off, if you will, before the fresh year starts and brings it in. Where do you think that is? Japan. It's Japan, mate. Yes, fucking Toshikoshi, mate. I gave yeah, it away. I gave it away. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know where that is, but I know what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I should have been like, no, mate, it's Mexico. You're a racist. Right. Uh, we are going uh, with 12 settings until the new year. People eat 12 green grapes to bring good luck in the coming year. It's thought to be bad luck if you can't eat them all by the final midnight chime, but gobble them down and in 12 months, good fortune will come your way. Where are they eating these grapes? Spain. Fucking hell, mate. You are <laughs> unreal at guessing where shit is. No, my, my mate's Michael's for Spain. He was talking about it the other day. Ah, you just know people. That's smart. I've got a pal in Mexico. We could fucking double up. Okay. Um, Huge feast commonly. I'm not even going to read the name yet. The meal is full of traditional decadent foods, including fragua, oysters, lobster, and asparagus. And just like in the US, champagne is the drink of choice. What country is this? Well, foie gras, France, French. So we'll say France. Jeez. I'm sick of this, mate. I am sick of the, I'm sick of quizzing you every podcast for you to just tell me what the answers are. What was the, what was the one we were doing? The Christmas traditions? You were just rattling them off. I'm going to uh, start making them harder. Add in some fake ones. Okay. Um, I feel like uh, Slumdog Millionaire, you're just asking all the questions. I do know the answer to. There's many things I don't know if I fucking clue about. Like. I'm, I'm going to start writing B on the screen and all that. Try to <laughs> Um, they are eating legumes uh, The legume is thought to bring good luck In the coming year Pork is often added to the lentil dishes uh, A spicy sausage A deboned pig trotter uh, and, and that represents the plentitude of the land Where is this uh, lentil sausage coming from? Vietnam Oh, Italy, mate Fuck Italy. you, you're an idiot You're a fucking <laughs> idiot, mate You don't know nothing <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know why I said okay. Vietnam. I thought, uh, I don't know. Carry on. You just gave it to me to make me feel better about my quiz. I know you, mate. You're being kinder <laughs> in the new year. I appreciate that. Uh, on the last night of the year, they placed three potatoes, one peeled, one unpeeled, and one half eaten under their beds. At midnight, they pull out the first potato they touch. Peeled means they'll have financial problems. Unpeeled indicates abundance. And half peeled, well, that's somewhere in between. Why would you do this? What a horrible, horrible choice. Um, what country do you think the potato under the bed is coming from? Is it Russia? Colombia. Colombia, huh? I'd never yeah. got that, man. I thought, I no, thought I, their I, New Year's traditions would be different to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you would you peel tortillas and put them under your bed? Um, no. No chance. Nah, because what if you pull out the bad one? Then you've done it to yourself. You're like, I've fucked it's a waste, myself. Waste of good toys, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the stingy Scottish in you comes out. Like, I'm going to waste that toys. Put it in a stew. Put it in a... <laughs> it make some lapscous. <laughs> lapscous. There we go. Fucking yes. That's why we need two A's on this bad boy. <laughs> Uh, on New Year's, there is midnight fireworks in towns and cities throughout the country. Fireworks displays launched off bridges, jetting along the beaches and on river banks. The lights of the fireworks sparkle off the water. People pack picnic baskets and arrive hours early to get the best spots in. Which country? Um, Canada. Oh, Australia. Uh. Yeah. That was her. Not an interesting. So a, a, a good start. A good start to that quiz, but a pretty, pretty poor ending. Yeah. Well, we get, we get. Feel like four minutes. Four hours. I've got time to bring it back. Yeah, we go <laughs> go on, It's New Year. There is twelve fruit. The twelve rounds of fruit going out. The round shape symbolises coins, which represents prosperity and wealth for each month upon the coming year. Apples, melons, oranges, grapes are popular picks, but any round fruit will do. Which country? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm lost at this point, man. Mm. Um, Greece, the Philippines. 
it's getting tense now. Like people have tuned out. They're like, I can't listen. I can't listen to this. This 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 failure. Who the mighty have fallen? I know. I brought you here. I, I wish this on you, mate. I don't know if I can sit you in the middle of this shit, hoping to bring you down. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, we get. How many we got? We got. We get. We get uh, a few more. Um, New Year's Eve is, is uh, cod with mustard, uh, a tower of marzipan donuts, uh, which uh, I can't read any of these words. Yeah, I'll read just the words. A tower of marzipan donuts called Kranse cake, which means wreath cake. It was also once called Overfloating Shorn because the whole donut tower was tipped on its side with chocolates and treats spilling out. The cake is also served at weddings and birthdays. Is it Holland? Oh, Denmark, mate. I'll give you oh, that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So they're all the same. They're all the same. <laughs> the year, so, the Brexit New means year. Brexit. <laughs> New Year, same close mind. Uh, New Year's <laughs> Eve is a time to spend ice fishing with friends. Celebrations on frozen ponds and rivers tend to last all night and buddies fish in the open air or in shacks to catch a fish or two to celebrate the New Year. Uh, Sweden. Oh, Canada, mate. Canada. Canada. Sadie's disappointed right Sadie's now. She's stuck with a now. broke tire. Look at that. Sadie, we're just about finished. We're just talking about you. Uh, a tradition of banging bread against the wall of the homes. The idea is that the bad luck and evil spirits are chased away and the good luck is invited in. It also ensures the coming year will be filled with abundance of bread and other food. Where is this? Germany. Whoa, Ireland, mate. Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> Close I to guessed Ireland for a second there, but. Did you? Yeah. you man, I don't know why. Man. Take oh, your well. first guess. We get two mail, man. If you can get these two, you've won. I don't know what you've won, but you've won. Particular foods are eaten to invite good luck for the new year. Seven is the lucky number one on New Year's. What does that even mean? So seven pomegranate seeds are eaten to keep the pus full and seven grapes are eaten. Some Brazilians also jump over the seven waves of the ocean to make sure the seven wishes for the new year as they leap. Which country is... a oh, fuck! <laughs> Brazil, what are we? Ah, fuck! <laughs> Shit! Give it to you on a fucking Brazilian plate, mate. Ah, shit. Does it, okay, cool, right. Last one. This one's for all the marbles, right? Okay. This country rings in the new year by eating Vasi Pelot... Oh. Vagasopita, a sweet yeast bread eaten at midnight. The bread is made in honour of St. Basil. Before the serving, the family began with the oldest member. Household set aside a slice of bread for the saint and a portion for those in need. They also put out a wee coin for good fortune in which country? Switzerland. Oh, Greece, mate. Greece, Greece. again. Well, I guess Greece, Greece already. Did you? Oh, well, I mean, that, that was a, a good start and a fucking horrific middle and end. But yeah, I'd rather because... you won it all the way. I was gutted that you were winning, but then when you were losing, <laughs> I was rooting for you. A real roller coaster of emotions. Pringle, that brings us to the end of this episode. You need to go because your partners get a flat tile. Uh, for anybody listening in, please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, wherever the fuck you get your podcast from. Leaves a five star review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts. Find us on social media at PatterPod. That's P A T T O. Oh, P-O-D. Listen up for coming episodes every Wednesday. Pringle, you get anything in? Uh, no, don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we wish you a happy new year. Good luck in all your resolutions. May this year be full of fortune, bread, and other things that we just mentioned. We'll uh, smash this year, Pringle. By the end of the year, we will be Scotland's number one podcast, even though we already are. Thank you for doing <laughs> this. Go and save your partner, mate. I've had a good time. Peace. Peace and peace. Happy new year, man. <laughs>